All right, folks, um, you guys know it. Uh, like I said, on this channel, we're moving right along. We're meticulously uh, transitioning to this new republic. We are in a real war, and the goal here is to take... There's a lot of... I mean, we've never, throughout the history of humanity, ever experienced this type of news cycle. So we're doing the best we can on this channel to simplify this otherwise crazy news cycle in the middle of fifth-generation warfare. That's a big, big, tall order. So, let's see what we can do tonight. We're going to talk about, you know, the, uh, what's happening on our side. Right? The walls are closing in on the enemy. We have a big hammer. It's about to drop, maybe. We're going to see. We have everybody's attacking everyone. We have this violent revolution, and we have a lot of things. So, on this channel, we cover certain things all the time, and some things all the time and tonight we begin uh it is kind of comical and i you know it is i keep myself sane by laughing at the enemy i know some people don't like that but um if i didn't laugh this is who i am i got in trouble just so everybody knows when i was a kid i was literally the class clown my father had to come i mean i was in trouble with the dean all the time and my argument was, look, you can't blame me just because these other people are laughing. These guys, there was like this joke. So I am the class clown. Was I apologize to some people that don't like that, but I have to actually admit, <laughs> I don't like this. Actually, this war. There's a lot about the enemy that actually does make me laugh. I'm tr That's who I am. And I and if I didn't laugh at them, I would not be probably able to handle the information. So, um, I'm going to take this very, very serious. Here we go. This is another day. You can't make this up, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening here? As I walk from McKee's Rocks toward <laughs> the can't make south this up, side, people. and something blew up over there on fire. I'm sorry. My commentary is nothing more than stating the obvious. Um, First right there. Can't make this up, folks. Boom. You decide, you take out your calculator, you consult with your people, whatever it is people do. And at the end of this consultation with yourself, if you think that this is a coincidence, that we now have another explosion. Laugh out loud. Video shows aftermath of large explosion at Pittsburgh Power Grid. <laughs> you can't make this up. There are people out there that think, most people actually, that think that this is a coincidence. And there are people that are falling, ladies and gentlemen, when the whole train derailment thing started unraveling to where we were laughing and showing everyone on this channel. The first thing the fake administration did with Pete Buttigieg, they came out and told everybody, what? Thousands of trains derail every year. And when we played that video or showed you that article, back then we were laughing. So if anybody says, ah, trains derail, uh, trains derail all the time, thousands, just say to them, really? Send me those stories. 
and I have cash for you. There is a way to get back at these demons on the left. Say, really? Send me those stories. You know, show me. Show me these biblical explosions. Show me this type of stuff. And I will give you a million bucks. And that's, that's it, people. Don't, uh, what, if anything, one of the things that I do is I show you mathematically and logically how to checkmate Satan's army, if anything. You guys decide. All right, folks, let's keep doing We got a lot tonight. Can't make this up. Boom. Look at this, people. I mean, this is a negative boom. I'm not trying to say it. I mean, take a look tonight. Um, yeah, where do we begin? LeBron James's son, Bronny, suffers what? Cardiac arrest, if you could believe that, during workout at USC. It doesn't get any younger or any stronger or healthier than this guy. I mean, come on, folks. There it is. And again, this is cardiac arrest. And, I mean, he went to the ICU. He is now in stable condition, no longer in the ICU. All right, whatever. And um, nobody's going to want to touch this, especially this guy. And um, shocking stuff. I mean... We thought we were done, right, with the, this whole thing with the vaccine. And everybody, come on, people, everybody knows what this is about. And here it is. Elon Musk comes out. Elon Musk suggests COVID vaccine may have factored in Bronny James's cardiac arrest. Uh, but, folks, um, speaking of disinformation and um, hang, in there, hang in there with me. Watch this. So Elon Musk comes out calling this out. Well, actually, he is suggesting that the coronavirus vaccine may have played a part in the collapse of LeBron James' son. Yeah, may have. Yeah, you know, I wonder what else could. I mean, come on. This is so straightforward. Anyone who denies this, they're in major, major cognitive, cognitive dissonance. But um, anyway, uh, really what I want to show everybody is Elon Musk is coming out saying we cannot ascribe everything to the vaccine, but by the same token, we cannot ascribe nothing, says the fearful Elon Musk. He's afraid to say the wrong thing. (laughs) And then he says, what? Myocarditis is a known side effect. The only question is whether it is rare or common. (laughs) Really? And um, uh, I don't think so. Yo, Elon, he just had cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest and myocarditis are two different things. Now, do you want to tell your audience about the incidence of blood clotting with the vaccine, which is... And again, people, I'm not saying myocarditis can eventually, can often be associated with cardiac arrest. Don't get me wrong. But it's not the same thing. Myocarditis really is inflammation of the heart. But um, notice the point I'm making is Elon Musk is trying to dance around this obvious truth that he knows is the truth. And then we have this. This would settle it. Look at the timing. (laughs) Tori Kelly, I assume, is a famous performer, I guess, whatever. 
right? Tori Kelly what rushed to the hospital after what? Collapsing. And look at the timing. She's in very, really serious condition. This young, this person is 30 years old. And I guess she's a celebrity or whatever, right? And the whole, <clears throat> the whole thing. And they're flat out coming out. That she, really, she, she's in really serious condition after what? Passing out due to blood clots. Boom. That formed around her vital organs. Gee, I wonder what would have caused that. Truth matters. You're seeing how people are afraid to admit the truth. I mean, this is crazy. That said, we're going to move really fast tonight. A lot is on the table. Look at the timing. We talked about this guy the other day. A lot of stories are coming out about the fraudster. Do what is happening? Accept and shrug your shoulders at the normalization of untruths. Because we're <laughs> living in an era now. There's so much distortion of reality. Outright fabrication. Lying. Conspiracy theories. That it's so prevalent that people sort of shrug their shoulders and say, well, nothing to do about it. It's the new normal. No. Do not accept that as the new normal. <laughs> yeah. We agree with you, Mr. Fauci. The fraudster is telling us to not accept when he is lying. The biggest liar in our generation is none. We're not done yet. Because whenever you have the acceptance of untruths and distortions, ultimately it's going to erode at the foundation of the social order and our democracy. And I think history has shown that. If anybody just looks back as recently as the 1930s and early 40s in Europe when that happened. Be careful. Don't accept the normalization of untruths. <laughs> we agree with you, dude. The fraudster for the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen. We completely agree with this demon. <laughs> there it is, folks. The fraudster explains why he should be prosecuted agrees to debate critics <laughs> there it is those that are the loudest <laughs> think about it people <laughs> there it is you heard it for himself he's talking big about we should never accept untruths this is a big moment in the history of our civilization he's making it sound big and there it is and he's so panicked all of a sudden he's talking about wanting to to debate rfk jr yeah, um, I hope everybody gets the word out to RFK Jr. Let's do it. Fauci the fraud. Let's do it. Come on, folks. <laughs> you can't, like, turn down an opportunity. Like, Dude, Art, debate me. All right, folks. While that is happening, think of the timing. Ah, look at this. <laughs> Breaking Biden administration launches permanence. Pandemic Preparedness Office. <laughs> you can't make it up, folks. Look at the timing of what is happening. Think about everything that we've been saying regarding 2024. And, you know, last night we ended with these sarcastic phone calls talking about you think that the enemy, they're going to let a, a 2024 election? Yeah, right. There it is. Resident Biden has created a permanent office for pandemic response. Well, now, what? Called the Office of Pandemic Preparedness and Response Policy. 
the new office within the executive branch replaces the COVID-19 response team that Biden ushered in during the first days of the White House. So why would you replace one office with the other unless the new office, they've got extra phones, extra plans, big, big players that weren't, you know, now that the fraudster is being phased out, we're going to, you know, what did we say yesterday? Fraudster 2.0? It pays to know how the enemy thinks. Come on. Straightforward. The, I, 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 I understand how the enemy thinks so well. I'm, I hear their thoughts right now. It's like concrete in my head. I know exactly. And so do you guys. We were chosen for a reason. All right, folks. Um, I'm just going to throw this out. I, th- I thought this was relevant. It's a big, big deal. We have this Tim Ballard coming out, this guy that inspired uh, the movie about the sounds of freedom coming out, dropping the nuclear bomb. Sounding like uh, an information that we are familiar with. CNN had a guess that said the film was creating like a moral panic. Um, so do you, are these players, establishment media, like why do you think that they're pushing this agenda? Why, are they aware of what they're doing? It's bizarre because I think they are aware because those same outlets, Rolling Stone, MSNBC, CBS, CNN, uh, uh, they all, The Guardian, they all posted and wrote glowing stories about the operation that happened on October 11th, 2014. They applauded it. They said that we were good guys. They said, congratulations, you rescued children. Eight years later, those same outlets are pretending that didn't happen. Because this is not QAnon. They want to say, oh, it's QAnon, don't see it. What's QAnon? I, first of all, I don't even know what that is, really. Second uh, of all, this film was... We could help you with that, but I mean, folks, this is huge. What are you Produced, saying? written, and done before, like six years ago, before anyone even knew what QAnon was. So they're lying about it. Um, they're changing their story. They want to pretend it's not happening. And I really believe the motive is they don't want to have a conversation about what's really happening to kids and the, 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 the consequences to children that their agendas and their policies are having on children. When you let a kid consent to doing anything outrageous, then you're going to have to let them consent to whatever, identifying as a 30-year-old to have sex with a 40-year-old pedophile. They know that this is going to shine a light on all of their agenda that they've been working on so for so long, and they're, getting, they're making progress. So they'd rather just pretend none of it's happening. And it's easier just to say, well, maybe sex with kids isn't even that big a deal after all. I mean, that's where they're going now. <laughs> so like a slippery slope. A slippery slope. I mean, they... Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, what he is saying... So, I mean, for anybody watching, I mean, it is... Truth does matter, does it not? So let us see what this QAnon thing was saying years ago. (laughs) Right there. That we were going to be seeing the guardians of the pedophiles. And obviously there's more to this. And he comes out and and he is dropping this. But I mean, it is relevant to, um, you know, the whole situation. Um, But um, all right, folks, with that said, then let's um, bounce around because I'm then we have this Stanford study, leftist Twitter alternative mastodon, or whatever this is, right? Has a major child pornography problem. This is a, a report that's coming out from Stanford. This is what the storm is all about. We're going from darkness to light. And there it is. Stanford's Internet Observatory has re- unveiled a disturbing prevalence of child sex abuse material. They even have an acronym for it otherwise known as child pornography on Mastodon. Think of that in light of what this Tim Ballard is saying. The centralized social media platform has been a popular destination for leftists fleeing from 
Elon Musk's Twitter. Um, and there it is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So um, the story continues. Truth matters, folks. And the fact that we're in fifth generation warfare, that matters. The reason they had to uh, block everything about this simple website that the media started labeling as QAnon, the simple website that is perfectly intact and nobody could take it down. It's like this weird website. It's because of the information that is in that website. And the information continues to come to life to to enlighten and shine the light on everyone so that they can see what is happening in this war that we're in. Plain and simple. We should not be able to quickly refer to Intel drops while this guy is saying that. All right, folks. Um, I just want to throw out a, a, uh, just be aware of this. You know, I've got a lot of items here tonight and we're trying to be quick with be aware of the view comes out. Race hustlers want white Americans to know they continue to reap the benefits of slavery. They're pushing this narrative based on this propaganda being put out by the fake vice resident. Talking about evil, astonishing lie that the new Florida curriculum teaches that, quote, enslaved people benefited, enslaved people benefited from slavery. So the fake vice resident, Mansoud Harris, creates this fake narrative. The wicked witches jump on it. And just be aware of this. Uh, MSNBC, they're coming out real quick. Right? Nicole Wallace, sick and sad and angry over wildly racist DeSantis. So they're making a big, gigantic flash out of that, trying to, um, you know, attack DeSantis as usual. Well, we know that already, but um, but then um, something, I want to throw this out because um, then we have um, this uh, Dr. William Allen is coming on with Jesse Waters and blow this, blows the whole thing wide open. Listen. Tell her right now what specifically this component of the slavery course teaches. Well, permit me to have Frederick Douglass tell her. He wrote an autobiography in which he described how the mistress of his slave owner began to teach him to read. She pulled back the curtain through which a glimmer of light shone before the master forced her to close it. But that glimmer of light was enough for Frederick Douglass to illumine a bright flame that he exploited to his benefit and his country's benefit thereafter. Such examples are numerous, and they are retailed in the stories of people who suffered the indignity of slavery time and again. And quickly, permit me to say, what this curriculum is about is having people who live the experience, who live the history, tell their stories. And nothing is more important than that we never, ever erase the stories that the people who live the stories tell. No- Boom. That is the way this works. So, and that's the main guy, the co-author of the actual curriculum coming out calling out this fake vice resident. They're trying to spin it. Yeah, it's this actual slaves telling their stories. Don't be afraid to confront Satan's Marxists and racists. 
So while you're looking at that, while we're done with that, let's move on to this. And be aware, this is a big, big deal, folks, that this is happening. Uh, Florida teachers, what union? Teachers union suffer financial blow thanks to new paychecks laws implemented by the Terminator, the Santos. So in, in short, um, DeSantis is dismantling the teachers union in Florida. And I had been saying it for uh, over a year. Florida, the template of the new republic. Plain and simple. Be aware of that. All right, folks. Um, and moving real quickly, um, no one should be surprised of this. Uh, there it is. There goes all your little fires. Climate cult. Elderly man charged with setting Yosemite Park fire after Dems blamed it on climate change. We had covered this story before, but now I guess he is officially charged. Come on, folks. Again, in the intel drops, we were shown this years ago that these demons on the left and Antifa, they are the ones that are setting these fires. Checkmate, another victory, another future proof pass. Goodbye. We are, you should be used to winning, folks. And then we had this climate alarmist project doomsday clock onto Rio's Christ, the Redeemer. Look at this. Think about end times. Think about the, right, the beast system and this global demonic religion setting up the climate cult, setting up the stage for the beast system. Common sense. Folks, quick update on the Obama situation. I mean, both. I mean, you decide. <laughs> Yeah, the Obama situation. Oh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you guys get it. Yeah, ah, look at this. <laughs> wow, story changes Barack and Michelle Obama were on Martha's Vineyard when their private chef mysteriously drowned. You decide, again, the elements of the story are worth putting out, and now they're coming out. Not only is the story changing, but um, uh, then we have this story right here where it's all coming out. Jim Hobbs is putting this out. Adding to the mystery is that Jim Hoff reported earlier Tuesday that what? Campbell, uh, the gentleman who, di- who died, had taken swimming lessons as recently as 2019. This seemingly contradicts initial assumptions that he may have drowned due to an inability to swim. <laughs> and sure enough, I mean, you can't uh, make this up. <laughs> you would have uh, the actual images of him swimming, uh, so we knew he know. But again, uh, like every you know, like I posted on True Social, ladies and gentlemen, um, these um, paddle boards float. <laughs> but um, if you think that's uh, strange, uh, try not to. I don't know. I mean, I- I'm not going to say laugh at this, but it is kind of funny in some ways. <laughs> flashback former Bush Clinton White House chef drowned in 2015. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that is kind of uh, ironic. <clears throat> it's hard to, um, and we're just going to leave that one there. Um, what are, What's happening? <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. Um, but um, maybe the only thing that is equally as odd, moving on to bigger stuff, well, Depends, you know, bigger stuff depending on who you are. Not if you're the family of that gentleman. Um, who was he murdered? We don't know, but um, 
I mean, are the White Hats, before we leave this topic about this gentleman, this chef that died, are the White Hats going to just ruin everything for Mr. Barry and start releasing evidence? Look at this video. Look what's happening here. And who's this witness that disappeared and then showed up? And if you're this main witness and you're reporting that the guy's struggling, why don't you know hours later where he's at to the point where they have to cancel the search for the body? A lot is not adding up. We'll talk more about We'll see what happens with the story. Meanwhile, the gift that keeps on giving. Laugh out loud, right? <clears throat> Former Biden lawyer served with assistant Delaware prosecutor who allegedly froze. Big guy, pro. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> you can't uh, make this one up. Um, it speaks for itself. There it is. Be aware of this. Another update. Former deputy counsel to then Vice President Joe Biden, Alexander Mackler. What's happening is that we're now getting... Uh, bird's eye view of these other villains behind the scenes that nobody would otherwise ever know who they were. So and we have another villain in addition to this U.S. Attorney, Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf, who's now in the public eye. Who are these people? <laughs> Alexander Mackler now is part of the movie, served as an Assistant United States Attorney of Delaware alongside Assistant U.S. Attorney. Leslie Wolf, who worked on the criminal probe into Hunter Biden and allegedly prevented investigators from asking about the big guy. And um, you can't make this up. Um, darkness, too light, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And um, actually, if you um, keep digging, then we have this. <laughs> Newly revealed buyers for Hunter Biden's art led to more corruption allegations or lead, right? Current. It's happening as we speak, right? Lead to more corruption allegations. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to wonder, again, we've been saying it for a long time, is Biden just feeding us um, just one piece of evidence after another? And uh, now you have Biden, in the bottom line, this new report, newly revealed information, um, now showing that Hunter has made at least $1.3 million from his art. <laughs> Laugh out loud. But it's the buyers who are raising eyebrows and you read some of this and all of a sudden we have this, yeah, as the report notes, one buyer spent 875000 on Hunter Biden's works. If you can believe that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, um, the whole thing is laugh out loud if you think about it. When you have the the resident son's son supposedly settled down in California, right? Years ago, right? To become a painter. Yeah, right. And um, he did it in broad daylight. Trump, of course, was calling out this operation. And now it's coming out that this Elizabeth Hirsch Neftali is one of the buyers of his paintings, and they're trying to speculate whether she's the one that paid 875000 for Hunter Biden's artwork. Laugh out loud. You decide. Ladies and gentlemen, I can see that we're having problems. Are we having problems on Rumble or, or not? <clears throat> well, maybe we are, maybe we're not. Whatever. Maybe it's on my end. <clears throat> but, all right, let me know uh, what you think.
All right, folks. Um, a lot is coming up ungluing, but um, as we march towards the back end of the, tonight's program, the gift that keeps on giving the Biden situation, we already said it. The cat is out of, I mean, is out of the bag. I mean, everything that you can't put it back in the bag. The Biden thing is detonating worse. And because of the Biden situation, that is the reason for the, one of the main reasons for the Trump persecutions. They're like, what? We're going to get you. If you're going to get us, we're, how dare you have your McCarthy, nobody figured it out except Bernie, your McCarthy having these hearings and these committees. What's happening? What do you mean darkness to light? What's happening? So that's one of the reasons. All right, somebody's saying that Rumble is not working. One person is saying um, Rumble is not going to make it, folks. So we're going to stumble to the end of the year on Rumble, but I'm hearing from dark sources. Well, not dark sources. Inside, inner sources, not inside of Rumble. That Rumble is, Rumble is just garbage. And, um, but, we're, but this is the only platform that we really have for the live stream. The other platforms are kitty cat nonsense. So, and they refuse to answer my questions and provide real help as to why Rumble is stumbling on its face for several weeks now, right? Every other program. So I do apologize for that. Be aware of other platforms you can use to watch the live stream, that of course being DLive and the Fox Hole. And don't forget to refresh um, again. Rumble and uh, Truth Social, those are two garbage platforms when it comes to coding and functionality. They're garbage platforms. Everybody, it is what it is. All right, folks, but rounding out tonight, folks, so we have the Biden situation, the gift that keeps on giving, and things are unfolding. So I want people to see the next level. Here we are. The next, are we looking at the next hammer that is about to fall. The other thing you track for us, of course, is the ongoing legal trouble for former President Donald Trump. It is a Monday. Remind us where things may head this week in the myriad cases facing him. If there's going to be an indictment here in Washington, D.C. on the special counsel's January 6th investigation, it could come as early as tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, when the grand jury is here in the courthouse. The January 6th grand jury tends to meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Ed, and the magistrate judge tends to sit at 1 p.m. Eastern time to hear his or her caseload. That's the soonest it could happen, but there's certainly no date on the calendar. That's a date certain. There's no indictment that is certain. All we can say is the target letter that Trump acknowledged and announced and that we have confirmed is an indication the federal prosecution is likely, if not imminent. You want to measure this by days and weeks, not by months and years. All right, folks. So that is what the enemy is up to. That ain't the video I wanted to play. Where's my video? Um, all right, folks, hang in there. Um, so we have that happening. But, um, uh, hold on, folks. Give me a chance. Here, what we're going to do. I want you guys to hear this because um, this is a big, big deal. Hold on, folks. Um, All right, let's do this. This is uh, the real hammer. 
pardon me on this, um, that I want everyone to hear. Hold on. And, um, here we go, folks. Uh, let's see here. I want people to hear the best part of this. And, um, what we are looking at is a trading of hammers. Really, is what it comes down to. Listen in. President that got 16 out of 17 payments from Romania while he was president. You now had never known that before he was elected, but you now have a document that the FBI had that didn't further investigate, even though the Justice Department said there was merit, that said they were bribed and told they had to run through shell companies, which you never knew about, but now you know there are shell companies, and what they put, what they made this claim to be, you find that the form of which to pay it is actually what came through. You now have IRS whistleblowers who are not Republican, philosophically, who now say they were denied the ability to do their job. And in trying to do their job in the investigation of the Biden family, they were denied the 1023, even in meetings where David Weiss has said one thing to them and different to the American public, different than the attorney general had promised the American public, they said that they should be prosecuted. But now we have found out that the department actually called the Biden family attorneys, told them ahead of time where documents were treated other people in politics differently, even went to the inaugural committee. Why would they give a heads up to the inaugural committee? Why would they be denied the ability to go forward? They believe the investigation was hampered using political purposes to treat them differently. Now, as an elected official, having all this information, should I ignore it? No. Congress has a responsibility for investigation wing. All I'm saying is, and I'm sure you'd probably ask the same question, where's the truth? You've got to get to the bottom of the truth. And the only way Congress can do that is go to impeachment inquiry that gives Republicans and Democrats the ability to get all the information. Boom. Right there, McCarthy drops the hammer. You decide how important this is. See what you think. Yeah, this is the real hammer. Yeah, the, the enemy is trying to throw out this hammer against Trump, saying that he could be indicted today or tomorrow, any second now. But this is the reason why, one of the reasons why. Because Trump's McCarthy is coming out, boom. Get to the bottom of the truth. McCarthy calls for impeachment inquiry into Biden after whistleblower testimony. Boom. That is what is happening, ladies and gentlemen. See what you think. While they are now coming out, going after Trump, talking about, talking big that Trump is 
Yeah, the potential for Trump being indicted could, should, could have been today, as you heard in the previous video. So, as you can see, they're panicking. All right, folks, to round out tonight, um, yeah, let's, um, I just want to go over a couple of headlines for your, your benefit. <clears throat> Judge and Carol Case says what Trump raped her, though jury disagrees. So be aware, how corrupt of a judge do you have to be? This Louis A. Kaplan coming out saying, yeah, that Trump may be set to have raped E. Jean Carroll. How can the judge say that? And they called her out, and she's trying to defend that she's in damage control here. Um, think about it. Right? The New York penal law does not mean that she failed to prove that Mr. Trump raped her, as many people commonly understand the word rape. Yeah, right. So be aware of that. I mean, it's all a continuation of the Trump derangement syndrome. Rounding out tonight, also be aware of this. Yeah, Nikki Haley says Trump can't win the general election. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, she's coming out talking big, and all oh, this is side talk. I have said it very clearly that we need a new generational leader. We've got to leave this negativity behind. <laughs> yeah, whatever, right? And um, I'm not, I'm not going to have a President Kamala Harris. And she admits that sometimes she praises Trump and chides him depending on the circumstances. Yeah, right. Yeah, whatever, right? Oh. Yeah, the same Nikki Haley that checked with Trump before she ran in what probably is a jokey operation. I won't go as far as saying military intelligence operation, but it's an operation. It's a jokey Come on, Nikki Haley, she knows everybody knows. Her run is just for show. It's because the whole thing is a show. The whole polls operation, everything. And if you think that um, everything Haley is doing is a joke and the polls operation, this is the joke of all joke, if you ask me. <laughs> New Trump accuses DeSantis of colluding with Biden's weaponized DOJ somehow. Really? <laughs> To stop him and the MAGA movement somehow. <laughs> Yo, Trump, um, slow it down, dude. You're overacting. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can look into this. Um, all of this is based on an MSNB, an NBC news story. Trump, why are you guys believing this? Um, but anyway, it's kind of real jokey, and uh, you have to read it for yourself. And if you read it carefully, even and the Trump is sending an email to his readers saying that, yeah. The DeSantis campaign is doomed. And um, he's embraced. Ah, Ron DeSantis has warmly embraced establishment rhinos and never Trumper, despite millions of dollars spent to promote his candidacy. Ron finds a way to fall to new lows, all-time lows, according to the poll operation. And he says um, that... Um, DeSantis and his establishment handlers have re resorted to directly parroting talking points of the radical left. Really? Guys, this is laughable. You have to read it. Um, and then it all comes down to yeah, uh, one of his top lieutenants, his top lieutenants admitted to lightning, to, to lighting donor money on fire. And um, even more, telling 
A top DeSantis fundraiser confessed that their strategy relied on endless political prosecutions of Trump. <laughs> Laugh. Oh. I can't believe what DeSantis is doing. Uh, one of his donors said this, and uh, uh, they admit that they're spending money. That makes them part of the deep state. <laughs> Again, you got to read it for yourself. It's kind of jokey, and nothing is directed. Anything that Ron DeSantis said, while Trump's own operative, don't forget, is the one running DeSantis's promotional campaign. <laughs> so anyway, you guys see, it's a kind of jump the shark. DeSantis is part of the deep state, which for sure now they're colluding. It's like this kind of over the top, laugh out loud situation with no direct evidence. And when you read it, it's really NBC that's attacking DeSantis and the whole thing. Kind of funny, but uh, you decide... And uh, rounding out this whole sideshow, then you have <laughs> Mitt Romney as GOP donors to pressure low polling candidates out of 2024 race to defeat Trump. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. Laugh out loud. But um, there it is. Romney is panicking. And he something is going wrong. Actually, the story, I'll leave you with, guys with this. Think about it. Why is Romney... Yo, Romney, what's the problem? Why is he panicking? I think the White Hats rolled out all these different candidates. I mean, there's so many of them. And that's ruining the deep state's counter move. I think that's what's happening. And our little friend Mitt Romney, he doesn't like that. So he's trying to... And again, we'll be talking a lot more about how all of this is unfolding as the time goes by. Everything that I've said will come back. I'm dropping certain things here and especially on the member channel for a reason as we wrap tonight Trump with the polls glued. Trump had his assignment with The Apprentice and now this is his assignment right here. Yo, uh, military intelligence, just stick to the polls operation. Bernie's going to ruin it, but you just, even though nobody's ever talked about polls ever in the history of humanity, and you would think most people would laugh and just not even believe you, but they're all going to believe you, except for this one guy. But don't worry, on Rumble, we'll sabotage every other live stream of this guy because we cannot have people sabotaging military intelligence operations. Maybe, maybe not, you decide. That wraps it up for me for tonight, for tonight, folks. Again, I apologize about the Rumble enemy platform. That's what it is. 2023, enemies of free speech and peace. Be back tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern. God bless you.